This is a South Pacific EO production. Welcome to episode 51 of the Australian EO Business Podcast. I'm Brendan Tarazzi, the host of the show, and today I'm joined with Bridget Eselmont from Biddy Tarot. Hi, Bridget. Hi, how's it going? I'm very well. Now, you have got the, uh, well, I don't know if it's the honour, but you're the first uh, person that we're interviewing outside of um, the Sydney chapter, and the idea that we have with the new, I guess, series of the podcast is to broaden it out to other chapters all around the country in Australia and also New Zealand. And that way, hopefully, um, it'll become more of a learning platform for members all around the country and in New Zealand as well. I was really curious about your story. Um, tarot cards, tell me tell me how you got into doing that. How did it evolve? Yes. Yeah, so back when I was 17, I had a tarot reading and it was just before I was going overseas and this tarot reader said, oh, you're going to meet this boy. It's going to be amazing. It's like true love. And I'm thinking you probably just tell that to everybody. But I went to Germany and fell in love. And I thought, well, this is a very interesting tool. I've got to learn more so I can show off to my friends about, you know, all the things that I can tell about them. Um, and so that's what really started my journey with tarot. And, you know, those first sort of five, ten years was really just about learning how to use the cards for myself. But at the same time, I started building a website. So in 1999, I started my website. I learned how to hand code HTML and I used Notepad to kind of design this website with just the pure vision of what I was learning along the way. I wanted to be able to share with others. And if that just meant one person out there in the world, that would be absolutely fine. Um, and then, you know, fast forward uh, 2009, I was working through the corporate um, world and corporate career as a management consultant and then an HR consultant. And I came across this book, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. So, all of this passion and love that I have for Tauru, well, maybe I could turn this into an actual business. Um, and so I picked up a free ebook about SEO, search engine optimization, and just did everything it told me to do. And within a couple of months, my website was listed as number one on Google. And you know, what, to this what keyword, day, what keyword was that for? Or well, there was a number of them. The fabulous thing about tarot is that there are 78 tarot cards and what I share on my website are all the tarot card meanings. So that's 78 web pages (laughs) that, you know, we now rank number one on. Um, And that, you know, that really kicked things off because it brought more people to our website and I started to see that opportunity to monetize it in various ways. And And that's what really started it. And I guess the people that are... um you know, typing in those specialist terms, they're probably right into tarot or they would have some degree of knowledge. Yes. So what I started to realise is that, you know, people were finding me when they were looking up a tarot card and what it meant. And while initially I was selling tarot readings, I realised that actually, no, people are doing a reading. They want to find out what this card means. The way that I can better serve them is actually to teach them how to read tarot rather than read the cards for them. 
Um, and from there, that's when I started to build up things like online courses, um, a membership site, and you know now even a certification program where we're supporting people to become certified Biddy Tarot readers. Oh, wow. So how many people have you trained? It's, it's, so it's been going for 10 years now, roughly? Well, probably, yeah, in, <clears throat> in business for 10 years. Um, we have just hit the 9 million website visitors in the last 12 months, Mark. So, you know, that's like small countries. Um, so we also have taught over 3,500. Did, did you say 9 million visitors? Yes, 9 million. In 12 months. People. That's incredible. Yes, it continues to grow. It's insane. And so it's a worldwide thing, obviously. Yes, uh, only about 6% of our customers are from Australia, but the majority are in the US or Canada as well. And so now I'm starting to understand why you're an EO member. You've got 9 million visitors in 12 months. That's, um, wow, that's a lot of traffic. Close on yes. a million hits a month. Yes, well, actually, it's even, I think, on the monthly basis, we're having about one and a half, two million people visit us in just, you know, one month. Wow. That's awesome. So anyone that says that tarot is a niche. <laughs> it's a big <laughs> <I> niche. <debated. laughs> yes. And so how many yeah. people would you train? Like, so the model is basically people subscribe to a series of online courses. Are they pre-recorded or...? Yeah, so we do. We offer a number of online courses. Um, they're all pre-recorded, so it's basically we're marketing a product online. Um, we've had over three and a half thousand people take our courses. Um, we also have an online membership, so we have two thousand members inside of our Biddy Tarot community, and that's you know a monthly membership or also annual. Yeah. Um, and then we also have some you know books selling on Amazon. Um, most are self-published, one's traditionally published in there as well. Cool. And so I'm smelling recurring revenue, which is something that um, I've always desired but never been able to achieve. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. So <coughs> the, the membership certainly brings the rec recurring revenue. And then also for um, our programs, we have payment plans, which I know is not theoretically recurring, but what it does is it sets us up for, you know, six months or 12 months of fairly consistent revenue for those bigger program launches that we do. Yeah. And so are you constantly, uh, I guess, doing new product development, new courses, or is it is well, it pretty much built now and you just... It's more about marketing and, and getting new customers. Yeah, we're predominantly a marketing organisation. Um, we have, it's well, you know, like as an entrepreneur, it's tempting to go and create new stuff. But mm. what I've realised is that actually if we just really focus on our customer journey, we've got courses that really align to the customer journey now from, you know, a beginner tarot reader to someone who wants to start their business online. We support them through that journey. And so now we just focus on that um, product suite that we already have in yeah. place, but then also refining it, tweaking it. You know, in our community, just we've just been talking about how we um, continue like member growth and um, supporting retention. And, you know, like awesome, we're at 2,000 members, but what does it look like when we're at 10,000 members? How do we create a platform that can support that? Oh, that's so fascinating. Well, yeah, I was telling you about how I had my um – my little stint as a 
as a tatoire card reader. It's only got five cards, so I don't think that business model would have worked. <laughs> but um, is tarot like, is it always 78 cards? Yeah, so um, there are two main types of decks. It's a tarot deck and there's an oracle deck. So a lot of people come across these card decks that are actually oracle decks, and I think it's tarot. But tarot is always 78 cards and it's got quite a, um, you know, consistent structure to it. Um, whereas oracle cards might be, you know, more like affirmations or positive right. messages that could be 40 cards, 80 cards, you know. Um, but tarot is something that's come from the 1400s. Um, it originally was a deck of playing cards and then it started to be used for divination. Um, and then these additional 22 major arcana cards were also added, which are more about like spiritual life lessons. Um, and so nowadays, like the way that I teach tarot is very much about using the cards, not for predicting the future. I'm not really into that. Yeah. Um, but more about self-awareness, personal development, you know, spiritual awareness, um, and so on. So it's more of an empowering experience than it is kind of telling your future. So it's almost like a like doing yoga in a way. In, well, in, in, you know, a personal ways, practice. Yeah. And so, are you are you saying that you could use tarot on a a daily basis, or would you do it on a on a weekly? Yeah. Or? Yeah. So what I like what I share with my students is doing like a, just a daily card draw, and it's only you pull one card at the start of the day. It's just like doing you know meditation or journaling. You pull a card, you just check in with. Maybe how am I feeling right now or what do I need to know? And this card just is basically like a mirror, a reflection point to you so that it gives you that time and space to tune in and go, well, how am I feeling or what is coming up for me or what guidance can I receive today? Um, even, you know, from a business perspective, I often pull it like if I'm in a meeting and I'm finding that I'm getting triggered or annoyed with something, I pull a card to go, okay, like what, where is this feeling coming from? Yeah. Um, or, you know, if I'm interviewing someone, I might use my cards just to kind of tune in to the energy yeah. of what they might be able to bring our organization and so on. And so how, how many staff do you, do you have? Uh, so we are rapidly expanding. I think we're at 25 at the moment. Wow. Um, and we have, you know, team members all around the world. Um, and what, what, and what, do they, what do they all do? Like give us a yeah, bit so of a, our, a, a breakdown. Is it, I don't know, producing courses or marketing? It would be mainly marketing, I guess. Yes, we do have quite a strong like marketing team um, and, you know, it might be like managing our next big launch yeah. Um, or across our social media, our, you know, content marketing campaigns, our email marketing campaigns. Um, we also have, I think we have now maybe seven people in our customer service, our online help desk, um, serving people through that way. Um, we have folks who are managing like the community and making sure our courses are running efficiently and effectively. Yeah. Um, I've just hired, you know, an operations manager who makes sure the team's doing everything that they need to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're definitely in that sort of rapid expansion mode. So I'd imagine, uh, during the times of 2020 that we've seen so far, you would have had a rapid uptick of people subscribing, being at home yes. and wanting to learn yes. new things and... And, you know, like when things start to get started to get quite serious in March, I certainly had that moment of like, 
whoa, what like what does this mean for us? Yeah. Um, and I had a week or two where I started looking at, okay, how do we cut costs? What does this look like if we have half the revenue? And we were just about to go into our biggest launch for the year that we, you know, prepared six months in advance for. We invest all of this time into it. And we thought, oh, my goodness, like this this could be the complete undoing of all of our hard work. Right. But we pivoted the message. Um, we made it all about, you know, using this time to tune in, stay grounded, um, and to do that on an online platform. Um, and we ended up doubling our goal for that launch. Oh, that's awesome. And it was such a sweet relief. I'm so grateful for that because... Yeah, I just I could see the opportunity um, once mm. that happened that, you know, we are in a great position where we have a virtual team, we have an online business, we're already serving in that virtual space. Yeah, yeah, you're perfectly positioned really to, to uh, take advantage of or make the most of the situation, I should say. Yeah, and I think, you know, it really took um, some leadership too to be able to say, you know, yeah, these are like uncertain times, but it's a tool like Tarot that it's actually going to help you feel more grounded. Yeah. Um, and being able to channel your energy and your focus into something that will serve you in the long term is, you know, a really good way of putting your focus into that rather than, you know, stressing out about everything that's happening in the world. Um, where you feel powerless, why not focus on something where you can empower yourself? Yeah, hundred percent. So, does that mean that you're you have a t- like an office in Brisbane, or do you don't? I guess you wouldn't need one, would you? No, I'm I'm currently sitting in my office. I'm on the Sunshine Coast on five nice. acres in the rainforest, so Perfect. that's my office. Yeah. Um, and everyone has their own, you know, little office at home or in a cafe and and so on. So yeah, we don't have any offices. And so, how do you typically catch up with your team? Is it on a daily basis, or would you? Is it via Zoom or? Yeah. So well, we use Slack and Asana as our main like communication tools. Yeah. Um, and we also use Zoom very regularly and Vox, uh, Voxer actually. Have you? No, you I haven't leave heard like of that. Little voice, oh, okay. Yeah, it's great. Leave voice messages for each other. And oh, okay. At least that way you get a bit more context. You know, I find like when I'm typing, yeah. sometimes it might come across as a bit abrupt, but a little bit of a chat and you know what the other person is, yeah. is talking about. Of course, you'd pull a tarot card first to make sure your energies are aligned. <laughs> In and... alignment. <laughs> Do you have a go-to tarot card reader? For yourself, you know what I I very rarely get readings now. I mm. really believe in using the cards to come to like to connect with your own inner wisdom because yeah. at the end of the day, all of the answers that you need come from within you. Mm. Um, and I think when we keep relying on someone else to give us the answers or you know to be the the psychic to be the intuitive person, we miss that opportunity to actually reclaim that for ourselves because you know i think like we're all intuitive and we can all tap into um that part of ourselves if we choose to yeah and so how did eo come about like your membership with eo what made you join and how did the rest of the membership uh react to to your like (laughs) i was i was so delighted when i saw your business i went oh my god this is fantastic but like how how could she make you know, as a t- I was thinking a tarot card reader, I'm like, oh, my God, she's done this business out of reading tarot cards. But I got it once I saw your, your website. But, um, yeah, what made you join EO? 
Yeah, so I'm fairly well networked in the online space and I connect a lot with um, female entrepreneurs who have online businesses. But what I realized was that for me to really grow and for my business to grow, my mindset to grow, I needed access to a sort of bigger worldview and more diversity really. Um, and so I was keen to join an organization that had more men in it because um, I'd had a lot of like contact with women but not as much contact with men. Um, but also with, you know, outside of just the online um, business industry. I really wanted that connection and I wanted to be around businesses who were doing $30 million, $300 million yeah. because I want to understand what does a CEO or an entrepreneur of that level of business do and think and how can I integrate some of that into my own journey mm. as well. So um, EO was definitely uh, an a really great option in terms of that expansion of mindset. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I'll be honest, like when I went to the first, I don't know, what is it like, the mem new member, yep. go and meet a few people, I was nervous. I was thinking, what are people going to think when I say that I, you know, my tarot, I've got a tarot business? Yeah. Are they going to sort of think, you know, what are you doing here? But I quickly realized, you know, there's so much respect um, in EO and there's so much curiosity. And people were really interested to understand more about, you know, how I've built up this business. So I definitely feel very included. I really enjoy that I bring a different perspective um, too in terms of business and how I run my company. And um, it's, it's great to see others interested in learning more about that as well. Uh, are people hitting you up for readings all the time? Uh, well, actually, in one of our um, our forum retreats, we I, I led a um, an hour class with the oh, group. Oh wow! Okay, we learned how to you know tap into our own tarot cards and yep. our own journey using the cards as a guide. So, yeah, and actually now I'm a forum moderator, so I told oh. <laughs> I told my forum watch out because I'm pulling out those oracle cards at the start of a re at the start of a um a call. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I'm um um. Well, I'm I'm happy uh, how much website traffic you're getting. That's incredible. It's like, yeah, is that so? Do you use SEO like a focus SEO strategy now, or are you just ingrained in that organic number one position and you well not having to I do think, too much because people are linking to you right. and all of that. That's it. You know, it really. My investment in SEO was literally just two months doing that free ebook. I have not paid a cent for SEO. Wow. You know. I don't, I don't have to pay all these expensive people to try and do whatever yep. they do. Um, I think it's, I think, very advantageous that my website started in 1999 yep. um, and that we got onto this or I got onto this um, early, you know, relatively early because uh, it's established us certainly in the market as the leading tarot organisation online. What, what about like blog posts and that? Do you believe in doing, like, do you need to do that to to keep fresh or is it not required yeah. Again, not required because of the age of your website and and um, the amount of people linking back to you? Yeah, we've, we have already like 300 blog posts alone um, and we do make sure that they're optimised but the majority of our traffic comes through the card meaning pages and, uh, again, that's all organic. Um, I, you know, I think like 90% of our traffic is organic SEO um, which is a pretty yeah, that's awesome. um, great opportunity to have. And, you know, we're only just starting to use Facebook ads now um, for our sales funnels and um, so on. So there's huge opportunity in that 
to keep growing and scaling on that level as well. So what does a sales funnel look like? Do you give away some kind of, I don't know, free course or how do you get people engaged to start with? Yes, so this is where I kind of geek out because I love this stuff. Um, but what we'll often do is we'll have like actually one of the funnels we're using right now, we do like a free quiz. So maybe it's like what kind of tarot reader are you? Or I what's, saw what's that. Your tarot I saw that, style? yeah. Um, and then when people do the quiz, they get their results and then on that thank you page we might share another product. You know, if, if you're this type, then you're going to get a lot of value out of this low-cost product that's been discounted. Um, and then the next step after that is they'll go into an email campaign and we might invite them to a five-day challenge, for example, which is on Facebook and we do some stuff with the cards. It's really fun. And then we do a sales webinar. So, um, you know, one hour like education, but then also a sales pitch to the program that we're selling. So we've used that in the past for our certification program. We're using it right now for Grow Your Tarry Business Online um, and, you know, it does exceptionally well. Um, we've got it to a point where it's really well automated. So it's something that we can move to an evergreen model um, and just keep keep it rolling. And, you know, what I really love, like that's kind of the sales side of things, but what I love is that, you know, right now I bet there's, you know, a handful of people watching a webinar with me right now and getting value from that and, you know, seeing changes in their own life, but I don't have to be physically mm. present at that. It's just happening and the value exchange is occurring without me needing to be there, which is yeah. exciting for me. Yeah. Automation. It's so yes. so powerful and, uh, and particularly when you have all that traffic. I mean, it's just like I would imagine every day there's people popping out the other end buying and... Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that like we're really trying to create both launches so where the launch might be happening at a set period of time but also this evergreen funnels so that there is a continuous flow of you know lead generation and sales and so on yep and so what do you like to do in your spare time like what what personally do you i don't know do you like traveling or tell us tell us i know i know right now but outside of business what do you like to do yeah so I, I have a husband and I've got two girls who are eight and ten. So, you know, I definitely have a lot of family time. Um, I'm a little bit of a uh, jigsaw puzzle addict. So I love doing jigsaw puzzles at home, just, you know, out in the forest, which is lovely. Travel, beach, you know, we're right near the beach here. Um, yeah. And that, you know, that that kind of keeps me busy. I do like to have a bit of spaciousness as well. Um, and I find just walking in the forest just helps me clear my head. Um, and just having that time just to sit and be still because, you know, during the week, I'm sure you can yeah, relate. It's you know, frantic. Busy yeah. mind and yeah. everything's like, yeah. you just need to unravel it for a little bit. And I think also the challenge would be, it doesn't stop. Like it, it would be, your business would be literally 24 seven just because of all the countries that you operate in. Yes, and actually, you know, even with our team being located in the US, um, you know, there's still activity happening on a Saturday and even the Sunday and so on. So, yeah, it is it is 24-7. Oh, that's great. So what is the future looking like for, without giving us a prediction, of course, but where would you like <laughs> to take the business from here? Well, I really do feel like we're just in rapid growth and we'll continue to be in rapid growth. Um 
know, more people coming to the website, more people in our courses, more people in our membership. It's my vision to really bring tarot into the mainstream to make it really normal hmm. um, and to put it in as front in front of as many people as possible because I just don't see any reason why it should be contained. Like it should be out there. It's it's a very um, supportive and positive tool that can create really great transformation for people. Um, so definitely in terms of, yeah, just massive growth, but not necessarily changing our business model substantially. I think we've got the right model in place and now it's just continually to grow. I, I would like some apps though. I'm yep. still a bit behind the eight ball <laughs> with the apps, um, but I'd love to see some more Biddy Tarot apps. And so would, do you think you're a, a, like a lifestyle entrepreneur? Like you sound like, you, you know, you've got the five acres and you're living on the Sunshine Coast and enjoying the ride or have you got yeah. some kind of exit strategy where you want to, I don't know, capitalise on what you've created? No, I think I've probably got a bit of a foot in both camps. So I like I see myself in this business ongoing. I don't have a specific exit strategy. I don't have a plan to sell. I'm not shut down to it, but, you know, I don't have that plan. Um and equally, you know, I work probably 30, 35 hours a week. So that yeah. feels like a good balance. I love working, um, but I also don't ever want to be in that place of, you know, being burnt out or having only a singular focus of work. I think it's important for me to be balanced in that respect. So that to me feels like kind of a lifestyle and an ambitious lifestyle entrepreneur perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Bridget. Well, that's been um, fantastic to hear your story. If people want to see a little bit more about Biddy Tarot, where can they visit you? Yeah, so you can come on over to biddytarot.com um, and you'll also find us on social media at Biddy Tarot as well. That's great. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to a South Pacific EO production. I hope you've been enjoying listening to the podcast. If you are, it would be great if you could help us out by leaving us a review and sharing this with friends and colleagues.